Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, folks, welcome back to the latest Mount Mustwire. I guess we'll call it special edition, not the typical preview recap football edition. Jeremy here. Not Matt Kennerly. We got our good buddy Raj, the Boise State Raj here hanging out. Yep, it's Boise State talk, so we had to get rid of the Fresno State guy. Oh, oh that's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. Here's what we got tonight. We got, because the first college football rankings are hot off the presses, which you already know by the time you hear this, whenever it may be. Teams are ranked. These are the rankings, Raj, that really count. The ones that we really, really care about. Right. These are the ones that we've been looking at, so there's no more need to worry about where the AP has Memphis and SMU and stuff like that. Now we know who the people that matter, where they got the teams. True. They, I guess they do matter. They're kind of a big deal. Here's what we got here really quick. We won't worry about the top half because who cares? We're not going to get – those teams aren't going to be a, in consequence to us. Eight uh, – sorry, not 18. Boise State is 22. Cincy's 20. Memphis 21. Dude, four American teams here. Navy 24. SMU 25. San Diego State. I didn't get to watch the show. I don't know if they mentioned the Aztecs, like who was close to the end, but I assume they're one of those four, three to five teams on the other side, like with UCF, San Diego State, somehow Texas, Texas A&M. But so what was your first thought seeing how the teams were? For me, being bunched together is better than what we thought it would be. So my first thoughts were um, with Memphis, Boise State, and Cincinnati. That's kind of where I thought they were going to be. I thought Cincinnati would be somewhere between 18 to 20. And I thought Boise State would be 21 and Cincinnati or Memphis would be 22. So not surprised that Memphis is one spot above Boise State. So that I'm all good with that. What's surprising for me is SMU and Navy both getting in at 24 and 25 because now you have the AAC with four teams and only one Mountain West team. And that's not good news for either Boise State's strength of schedule or the Aztecs in any way. Yeah, because what it does, it does a couple of things. I'm more surprised that Navy's had SMU. Because I thought SMU losing to a rate, well, whatever you want to consider a ranked team for, the, like you mentioned, coaches, eight people don't really carry any weight anymore or not a, nothing at all. But now it's just kind of, hey, that's cool. Great. Good for you. Coach's bonus for being top 10 AP or something like that. <laughs> that's what that would be. But with Navy being above SMU, that's shocking. And we'll get to everything in a minute. But they have, I mentioned when I started two weeks ago, the kind of a, here's how an undefeated team would be a one loss team. When I do my next week, or I guess this week, my number one team, probably going to be Navy if they, they have one loss. And hear me out there. People are like, well, what do you mean? They're 24. <laughs> well, what's going on? How, how do you how do you play into that? Well, here's why. When, I pull, when you pull up their schedule, I was looking at like, who do they play? I'm like, okay, they got the American, which is a pretty good league, as we all know. They have two weeks. Is this a new, is it a neutral game or is it actually at South Bend? Do you know? For, I am looking at it right check now. Because it. this is at Notre Dame, but I know this Navy game typically I has have the at, ESPN has the at symbol, so... <laughs> um, yeah, it doesn't have the versus symbol. It says Notre Dame, Indiana. Okay, then we'll guess South Bend, right? Yeah. Because they played like in in San Diego. They played out in uh, Annapolis. They played in Baltimore. They played at MetLife Stadium. So here's the deal. That win, say they beat Notre Dame, who is kind of free falling to touch. They're 15. I guess, yeah. It, does ESPN have them ranked? Are they 15? Is that the college football official rankings we need to go by now? 
Yes. Um, ESPN yeah, must have updated their page because I was looking at their schedule. So they're 15. That would be the best win for any group of five team in the, in the hunt um, overall. So they have, they'd have that as the best victory, which would shoot them like next week or when they, when those rankings come out and if say they win in two weeks, that would probably put them in top 20. I would assume so. And put them right neck and neck at our bail. But then they also have host SMU, which is going to be is a good team right now, 25. They go to Houston, which has been playing better, but not living up expectations. So that's, pro- that's like a projected win, I would say. But then they then here's what we talked about before the show. They play Army in Philadelphia. Army's not very good, but this means we have to wait if that's the case. But with their schedule out, with those wins, they'd have potentially two ranked wins, and they would shoot up to be the highest team they'd get that bid if they beat Army. Yeah, so let's just once could you just circle around and just explain to us explain to everybody why you're saying Navy this is like a driver's seat. Like yes. if, if this team just wins out, they will be the best team. So if Navy wins out, that means they've beaten Notre Dame, SMU, um probably They'd be a good Air Force team. The only loss would be to Memphis who's gonna be ranked possibly. Well, hey, Jeremy, here's one thing that you're not factoring in. If Navy beats Notre Dame, SMU and Houston, like you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. They might not even go to the championship game if Memphis wins the next three games. Well, that's okay. Let me look at that too. That's also we gotta consider. That's one thing. See, that's why we're here. We gotta watch each other's back. You know? Right. But so, okay. so Navy Memphis, is technically does not control their own destiny from that point of view. That's true. Good. Good point. So let me rephrase that. They could be their highest ranked team, but get screwed because they don't win the division. So here's where here it comes down to. That's why the conference championship will probably repeat a million times. I will say this. Okay, I will backtrack a touch. Because if Navy wins out, I still think they'd be the highest ranked team. But it doesn't matter. Because right. you're right. That good thing I, I saw the Memphis loss. And, okay, they're the same division. You have to be a conference champion to get there. And so let's just go to Memphis really quick. Memphis, and this is good for Boise or San Diego State or any team that wants to mix if Navy doesn't get the loss that they need for Memphis. And so when you look at that, that's like, okay, cool. They're right. Like Navy could break eight, eight, 16th, but be shut out because, oh, Boise won the Mountain West or San Diego State won the Mountain West and Memphis loses. But Memphis has, go to Houston, which I could mention has been pesky. Could almost be SMU. They got a, right. a garbage South Florida team, but then they hosted Cincinnati, which would be pretty tough. But you're right. If Memphis wins out, Navy cannot win the division. And then they're toast. Right. Not so, toast, right. but yeah, you're right. Like they need help to get there. So you're correct on that. So right now, um, Memphis has yeah. chance, right? What's up? Is it Memphis? Maybe should they be the top team? Um, well, maybe. Are you are you just looking at projections, or if they win out, they are in um, the best spot possible? I think the you know that's what I say. If they win out, are they, are they in the best spot possible? Because here's why I think they I, they should be my team because they they beat Cincy, who's ranked ahead of them now. Take, take care of business there. Nate, they went out. They get the division championship game or conference championship game, and then they would play whoever's in the other half, which is what uh, – they could have a rematch with Cincinnati potentially. I, no, I think Cincinnati's in the best spot because if they win out, then nobody else from the ASC is going to touch them, and Boise State probably is not going to jump them. Well, I guess we should put a tie then. That's a Memphis-Cincinnati because they're both in the same scenario then, I think. Well – You know I what I mean? Think- like if both, because here's the thing: neither can win out. They both play each other. Well, what about this scenario? What if Cincinnati <laughs> loses one of their next three games, so they're no longer ranked? Memphis. Hold on, beat, they're not losing to UConn. Come on, they're not losing they're not to USF. Losing to UConn. They, I mean, they might lose to UCF Temple? or USF. I'm sorry. And then they got Temple, so it's so it's unlikely. 
Um, but he, but I'm just saying, let's say Memphis or Cincinnati loses to one of those games. Memphis now beats an unranked Cincinnati team. And then, well, in that case, then you, they got UCF who will probably be ranked. But Boise State, on the other hand, has four more games. And mm-hmm. that might move them ahead of Memphis. I, I don't know. I'd say I'd say Cincinnati would be number one, and then I'd put Memphis and Boise State kind of tied, maybe Memphis slightly above. Okay, I, yeah, I'll I'll figure out my order, but I kind of think like spitball. And I may put, I, I may I may go wild and put Cone number one this week. Is that acceptable to everybody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think you kind of have to split the A AAC. I think you have Cincinnati and Memphis, kind of like AAC Group One, mm-hmm. <laughs> the elite group. Then Boise State just kind of breaks them. And then you have Navy and SMU as AAC Group Two. Yeah, yeah, because both SMU and Navy need help. That's the thing. Like, like right. SMU just really quick, they play Navy as well, so it's like that's an elimination game there essentially. Because I don't see Memphis losing twice in three games, and so yeah, I think if we like if we have it, you're right. Tier system would be like those two, Tennessee, uh, Memphis. Then you'd have like you're, you're right, SMU, Nevada, or Navy, and then Boise. And so, and not at San Diego State because they're not ranked at the moment. And that's a lot to football to play. So I think that's kind of our tier system. Right. But I, yeah, I think Boise is like in it's grouped. It's technically w- one for two. Maybe I'll do tiers. Who knows? I'll figure something. I'll do something <laughs> different here. But there's a grouping here where, but you think about it, that's five teams for two spots, and we still haven't mentioned. Like you have a dark horse. Maybe what if App State does something? What if uh, we don't mention San Diego State because if they win, they'll move up and they'll have a chance to play a top twenty Boise State team, and that could be enough to get them ranked. What would be? They'd be ranked, and then they'd be another ranked team. That's kind of what you need. Just at this point, really, you know, they just win your games. That's all we can control because there's still three to five games left for all these teams, and so there's a ton to figure out. Well, my only thing with App State, and I'll say my other two teams. So right now, you got the five ranked teams, which I think are kind of in the hunt, and then you have three teams that are really kind of not eliminated, but you know, really on the outside, and those are UCF, App State, and San Diego State. In my mind, they, I think. All three of those teams, they have things going for them, and they have things not going for them. Like, let's start with UCF, okay? And a lot of team, a lot of people aren't talking about them because they need Cincinnati to lose twice. That's their biggest barrier. But if you mm-hmm. go to ESPN FPI and say chances of winning out, UCF has a 58% or 59% chance of winning out. Second so they, best in the country. Second best in the country. So they probably are going to win every other, every single game on the schedule. So now let's go to Cincinnati. What are the chances of them losing a game? Well, Memphis, they are, they're probably going to lose that game if you just think about them on the road. If you look at two teams that are pretty even on the road. And then are they going to lose to UConn, US, USF, and Temple? Well, if you look at them individually, probably not. But if you say, like, hey, what's the chance they lose one of those three games? I'd say it's like a 25% chance. And then if you say it is a 50% chance they lose to Memphis, then what does that come out to? Like, um, I don't know, like a one in... One in four? seven? Yeah, one in five. One something in five, like that yeah. chance that they, um, that they lose two of those games. So I'm going to put UCF kind of like on the outside. Then App State, they have a big problem because they're in the Sun Belt. But <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they're going to be eliminated this week because they play at South Carolina. But if they do beat South Carolina, now they now they're sitting there with two pretty good power five wins against North Carolina on the road and South Carolina on the road. So call them the Kings of Carolina, right? They won a Carolina Cup. Give it to that. They do. (laughs) I did not did not consider that. (laughs) Well, I mean, they don't get a matchup with Clemson, unfortunately. But uh, so what? I don't care. Two and over Carolinas, you're good. Two and overs the Carolina. So I'll keep them around as a fringe team, and then we come to San Diego State, and I think San Diego State now has a really big problem because. 
I did not think Navy and SMU would both be ranked. I don't know if San Diego is 26. No one said they're 26. Um, no I bet they're one of the four. I bet if they go to 30, which is just dumb to say, but they're in that mix. They're one of those four, three, like I mentioned earlier, they're probably five teams, UCF, um, Cincy, Texas, Texas A&M. There's a couple of teams right there, but who knows where they're at in that mix because they're not ranked, so it doesn't matter. Right, and so they, so San Diego State, I think it's official. They have no shot against a one-loss AAC team. doesn't matter if Boise State's ranked 15th or whatever, and they beat him in the conference championship game at 30. I think they, they do not have a chance of jumping SMU, Navy, Memphis, or Cincinnati. Yeah, I think eh, – well, here's – well, they would have to jump a couple of those. They play each other. But you're right. right if Whoever has comes out with one loss and is that conference champ, the gap is just too wide because they're already sitting – who was it? 20 is the highest ranked team right now? Is that where Cincinnati's Cincinnati, at? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, they're at 20. Even if they're – so, say they're 26. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, because Boise, if they keep winning, they'll – I don't know if Boise would jump in the polls, Cincinnati, just because of who they have left and who's playing who. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's just going to be two. They're going to need what they're going to really need. Yeah, they just need to have a two-loss American champ to have any shot. It, it kind of sucks. That's the case. But when you're not ranked at this point, and that's good why they're doing the polls now. It's like, okay, here's what we have after 10 weeks in. You're here. You're ranked here. But, yeah, same thing with App State, UCF, who could maybe sneak in because they have uh, some better games to play than San Diego State overall. And, it's yeah, it's just tough. They Like, if they win the Mountain Conference, going to Vegas Bowl is not a bad thing. But if you're sitting at – 12 and 1, and you play a 7 and 5 Stanford team, that kind of sucks. Yeah, and, it, and especially if they go to the blue turf and beat Boise State, mm-hmm. who happens to be in the top 20 at that point. Yeah, you have a good good win end season. You're probably ranked, let's just say the top teams went out, like whoever it may be, just the American champ, if they have one loss, they're probably going to be 13, I would say, regardless who it is. I think top 15 would most likely. Because here's my thing again Navy beats Notre Dame, that's a huge pole jumper for them. But they'll be about 15, I'd say. If you're already 20 now, moving up five spots with attrition from above, like Pac-12 champ, if it's Utah, Oregon, they'll drop down a bit. you get SEC beating each other up. Teams will lose. Upset Minnesota may not go undefeated. Baylor might not go undefeated. So, but there's, they're not going to be top 10. They'll probably be okay. 13 it's, to 15. And now, I, for, I mean, to, for the American champion, I should say. I just want to circle back to the Navy situation. I think you mentioned it briefly, and we talked about it a little bit before we recorded. The final college football playoff. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. I want this so bad to happen. <laughs> the final rankings comes out the day after 12-7. the championship game. Mm-hmm. However, Navy plays one week after that to play against Army. So they could be um, – they'd be, what, an 11-1 and conference champion. And the committee has said this before. They will wait another week to determine – if Navy would get the bid, if there's a situation where Navy's eleven and one, because like you said, they have a game against Notre Dame, which is obviously a pretty good game, and, and they also SMU? got MS, SMU on their schedule. Mm-hmm. But um, the college football—they're not going to update their rankings, are they? No, they said they would. But what it was before, because remember this is no, the case. They said that they would. It would determine who the G five representative, but they're not going to start moving the rankings around and move Navy up in the rankings. They're not going to redo the college football playoff rankings, are they? Well, they'd have to if you win. Well, no, no. Well, it's a good point. But here's the if here's the thing. They may not have to because let's just say they're let's say they are the highest ranked team at that point and they win the American. Okay, they don't have to. So it's like I I don't know if they'd redo. Okay, are you going to move them up? Say they're fourteen, you move them up above a one loss Minnesota just for the heck of it. No, probably not. I don't. You're right. But if they lose, they would. Uh, I guess what they would do. I guess the, the the most logical thing to be doing, what you would have to do, 
is whoever's the next highest team. Unlo- Here's what's even weirder too. Okay, I'll, I'll get to two another weird scenario, but the first one, let's just say they're 15, and the Mount, and it's going to be they, they're still the conference champions. So even if they lose, they'd still be the mix. But let's just say they are 15, and the Mountain West champ is 17. Would would they have to move them down because the end of the season loss? Would that have to move up? Would that drop them two spots, three spots actually? I or, think they would just or, vacate the spot. You think they would just switch them? Yeah, I think they would just they'd keep the rankings and just vacate the spot. But here's another situation. What, wait, hold on, wait. Let me get my other real quick. What if say Navy? There's like a five spot gap and they lose in overtime. Do they still get that spot? They're not going to drop them five spots. Not no, they would drop below one. You think they two. would? If they yeah. were, if let's just say let's just say they moved to thirteen, which is very plausible. Navy's thirteen. Boise State is only seventeen, or San Diego State. Whoever wins the Mountain West is seven. Let's just say, let's go with San Diego State. That's more plausible. Right, right. That, that's a better example. Let's go with San Diego State and say they get to twenty because I think that I think twenty is a good spot if they went out and beat a top eighteen Boise State team. Okay, if they're twenty and Navy is even thirteen to fifteen, would a Navy loss, a close Navy loss in overtime, a lot put San Diego State ahead of them? Ooh, I don't want to be in that conference room if that happens. <laughs> That's tough. But he, okay, let me ask you this. That would right? be one. I want it. I want it to happen now. That has to happen. <laughs> okay, well, what about this? What if Boise State, okay, let's say Boise State wins out, okay? Let's say they get to 17th, okay? Navy ha- wins out and gets to 18th. Would the committee then say, hey, we can let Navy play <laughs> Army, and if Navy does a good enough job, they'll jump Ooh. Boise State and take Boise State's spot? They have to take in consideration every game, so it wouldn't be official. But here's the thing: I don't think Navy. I think Navy's gonna be ahead of Boise. Oh, you're right. Whoa, that's a good point too. Well, like you're saying, if they beat Notre Dame, yeah. they might jump. Boise. I think they would. I think they would jump Boise State if they beat Notre Dame because it's so schedule strength to schedule heavy base. Like who you played, Boise's Florida State's not very good unless BYU wins out and you know what I mean keeps winning and they get. Not eight wins or something that would be helpful. Florida State somehow keeps winning, but they lost their head coach, so who knows? But oh, that's an interesting scenario as well. You know what I want? I just want chaos. That's pretty stressful. That's a pretty that would be if it's your team. If it's your team, that would be very stressful because yeah, your scenario both would be. I'll tell you this: that'd be the most watched Army Navy game in who knows how long. <laughs> they, they as an Army veteran, there will be a lot of Mountain West fans rooting for Army to beat Navy that day. <laughs> That, oh man, that's because um, it happened a couple years ago. Keenan Reynolds and all that stuff. That would have been right. And then I know that the point became moot, but then Army ended up stunning Navy, and then really kind of turning around the program after that win. Yeah, they've gotten a little bit better. They this year kind of stumbled, but I saw chaos. But as the first rankings, like kind of what we know is we know a pecking order, which is very important for when we when people start talking about who's going to bowl games where. And also to remember everybody, if you haven't been paying attention to bowl stuff, which I don't blame you, but I we do it about every week. The group of five team goes to the Cotton Bowl. So if there's chaos, it won't like if if our Navy uh, if my Navy dream comes true and we have that game matter so much, <laughs> it won't really impact. It'll impact teams like it won't impact any other Sugar Bowl, Rose Bowl, Fiesta Bowl. Those will be set. Even the opponent will be set. And so it won't be like in most years. The reason that's the case is because you got dumb bowl tie-ins where the orange or excuse me the Rose Bowl all takes big. Or Big Ten, Pac-12, regardless. If there's a playoff team, next team up, come on down. Sugar Bowl, same thing. Big 12, SEC, Orange Bowl, ACC, which that's why you can say like a number 22 Clemson get there, which is – or Wake Forest, excuse me, 22 right. Wake Forest get there. I'm like, oh, come on. And then same thing, you slide up some team from – they get in. So it's not like a couple years ago where it could have been chaos where six teams don't know who they're playing. So what this will impact could be 
bowl prep for a lot of Mountain West Bowl games because if Mountain West is in the mix, Vegas Bowl doesn't know their opponent, and Mexico Bowl, all these Mountain West Bowls don't know who they're playing, and they have like a week to prepare for your game. So that's kind of a, the do downside you know, reality of it. But it's Do you know what? A lot of people, because when ESPN starts getting involved and bowl sponsors get involved, it, it, the Army and Navy are going to have to move that game. If that if your Navy dream scenario comes through, they're not going to move. They're going to have to move the game, or they're going to have to say that hey, they can't play in the Con Bowl or the in the and the NY six because that's that's a, that's too much money on the line. Too many plane tickets. Yeah. Too many sponsors. That that's just way too much money on the line. Yeah, buying f- ticket for fans and everybody. Like I know not fans go bowl games. It's depends where you go. It's a destination thing. It's fine. But yeah, you're right. It could be. Um, I don't know if it would. It would for fans, for teams like the Bulls. They probably already have these things blocked off, anyways. Like, oh, you have your 200 rooms at three hotels, whatever it may be. So that's probably already set for cost and price. But it's, mostly, it's the stress on the coach and players because yeah. yes, they do go to school, and that's finals week around that time, essentially, especially those early bowl games. To work on that, to get just getting logistics doing it because plane tickets. You're right, that's a big thing. Hotels or whatever, they're probably already prepaid and taken care of at a set rate for whoever goes there. But if you have your own, like your, yeah, you have a charter plane for your, for your school, your team, you have your own Delta plane you take that you go around the country in. That's still going to, that's going to cost you money to get your tickets and fuel up the plane and go when it's a week earlier. It's a, it's a, guess what garage. It's, it's not us making those decisions. We're not the right. George stand stands assistant to the traveling secretary who books them in the bad Armada, as Derek Jeter said, but <laughs> <laughs> that's not us, but still that is something to look at. But I, I don't know. Do you think they would have them, if that would happen this year, would you need to tell them to, you got to move that game? Can't play it that weekend? Yeah, I think so. Because I think ESPN would get involved because – could you imagine like a 6-6 six and six, um, Mountain West team sitting there wondering if they're going to go for, to a bowl game for like 10 straight days because of Navy and Army? Yeah, like look at Wyoming last year. They didn't have to wait yeah. on that, but that's the case. No, I think what they – you know what they should do? Like I, if they want it to themselves, which I appreciate the game. I appreciate what goes on with it, especially with what you've done as well. Like people involved in armed service know like it's a huge game, big deal. Army, Navy played forever. I've, I've, I've petitioned here in, locally in town, like not for this game, but kind of scenario. Like Utah, BYU, it's a pretty big game nationally. It's, 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 it's better than some other rivalries, but people go, okay, BYU's playing us a decent team. Utah, they've been playing well. They used to put Miami, Florida, that Monday night slot on ESPN before the um, NFL Monday night football. Why don't they put Army, Navy, Monday night football, Labor Day night? They could make it the week zero game every year. They yeah. can make it yeah. the last game. There's options. Hey, we've, we've talked about this crazy Navy. I love situation. it. <laughs> One last thing about um, Navy I want to point out. They're on a bye week this week, then go to Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. So if you think Notre Dame has an advantage, which they definitely do, um, Navy's coming off a bye week, which will help. And Notre Dame, on the other hand, let me pull, pull up Notre Dame's schedule. They got Duke. This They're going to Duke. So Navy or Notre Dame is traveling to Duke, a game they should win, and then they're going to come back home to face a Navy team that's coming off a bye week. Triple option, the greatest equalizer out there. It is. <laughs> okay, so do you want to just go through the teams and say what their chances of winning out? Hold on. Quick? One thing real quick. I'm over at ESPN FPI and all this stuff. So just yeah. really quick, Notre Dame's an 81% chance to win that game, which a touch high in my opinion. However, if you go to number or teamrankings.com, they're projecting a Navy win by four points right now. Whoa. Wow. Just say it. That's surprising. That's very surprising. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, no. So I just um, – okay. So basically my order on teams, I have Cincinnati. These are the teams that, that are still alive in my point, my, my opinion. Uh, Cincinnati, Memphis, Boise State, Navy, SMU, 
um, San Diego State, UCF, and App State. And the last three teams are kind of just hanging out there. You know what I would do? I like your order. With their Memphis-Navy situation, I think you'd have to put Navy at the bottom because it all depends okay. on Memphis. Like even below San Diego State. Mm, okay. They, because if San Diego State wins out, they have – not that they'll be ranked high enough, but they're in position to have that bid. That's true. Like if you're purely going on the mathematics of if Navy needs help, San Diego State doesn't need help. Boise State doesn't technically – to win their conference, I should say, to be eligible, does not need help. Memphis does not need help. So I might, I might adjust mine, but that's – I would put Navy schedule-wise, they're probably – they're number one for sure. Ranking-wise, they could be number one. But with them needing help, I think they'd have to be behind any team that does not need help. Okay, yeah, let, let's do that. And then um, before we go through the schedules, um, I don't think we need to talk about UCF because they're probably going to win the rest of the games. Their biggest problem is Cincinnati, so no need to like do a deep dive yeah. into UCF's probability. And you said and they no need, need two losses, right? They need Cincinnati to, to have Ooh, two losses. That's tough. And then no reason to talk about App State because App State, they're probably going to lose to South Carolina this week. If they beat South Carolina, then we could talk about how they're a French team. So we'll save it for next week. We'll save it for next week. So let's let's start with Cincinnati. They got they're hosting UConn, then go to USF, then Temple, and then Memphis. And ESPN FPI gives them a oh wow um, a twenty point five chance of winning out, which is not terrible. Yeah, they have real quick ninety eight UConn, seventy seven USF, eight. I think the Temple is too high. Like they're almost ninety percent to beat Temple, eighty eight and a half. And Memphis is like 46%. So, like, when you look at who has left to play, I'm kind of surprised at the at the Temple one because Temple has been kind of pesky this year. But the game is in Cincinnati. Yeah, and they're one and two on the road for Temple. So, yeah, it's hey, winning out. It's like, okay, then the other team, I guess next team we do. We already mentioned Evie enough. Memphis really wait, quick. Wait, wait, wait. I, I do want to because on ESPN FPI gives um, – I don't know if you're looking at it right now, but – they only have a 20.4 chance to win out, but they have a 55.7 chance to win the conference because they could lose one of their games, That's right, yeah. get to the conference, and win. But then again, two losses, only one team's ever done it, that Boise State team led by good old Grant Hedrick under quarterback. <laughs> right, right. So it's, it's kind of a – they don't – it is kind of an interesting thing because they don't give us – for our purposes, what we want is win out plus win the conference, and they don't – we don't have that number yeah. of friends, but um, that would favor the American. Might, like here's like when it gets down to it, a one loss American champs. Unless it's SMU, is probably going to get the G five spot. Yeah, I would see. I'd put SMU behind because Boise's already ranked ahead of them. So, and they don't have that great of a schedule. And mm-hmm. um, we'll we'll get to SMU in a second. So let, just to finish up on Cincinnati's schedule, I mean, they should win their next three games. Then Memphis is tough. And then they'll likely play Memphis again. Back, that'd be crazy. Back-to-back games. Whew. Yeah, it's a Boise State-Fresno State situation. Yeah, but this time with <laughs> with the Cotton Bowl on the line. Yeah, a little bit bigger than that one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Potential Cotton Bowl. So and those, since you mentioned uh, Memphis, they have really quick uh, – like I said, they go to Houston. They have two of the three on the road. Houston, SF, USF, Memphis, Cincy off this week. And if I had their – I do have it real quick real quick fpi because americans gonna be tougher they're only nine and a half percent chance to win out why do you think that is do you think that's because because they're coming off a of bye week so i mean houston like we've talked about is is a pesky tough team but they're coming off a of bye week so i think that their chances i'm not sure if um fpi factors in a bye week but um they only give right them 65 percent chance to beat houston right but i think the bye week's got to 
increased that quite a bit. Yeah, and Houston's kind of a mess, really, in, internally, but they're still somehow playing reasonably well. Like, because right. the Eric the, the King thing, not to go off a tangent, like, if you really thought he was going to stay at school after redshirting, you were a fool. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he, as soon as that came out, like, he gone. He's going to somewhere. But Houston's good enough. Like, again, well, they almost beat SMU. At home, at home, they're a better team in the road because at home they've beaten Tulane's pretty good. The uh, oh, sorry, it's the wrong, wrong schedule here. Sorry, I'm looking at Memphis, but they gave SMU a game a couple weeks ago after trailing and coming back. But you know what's crazy is I just poked a, pulled up Houston's schedule. Houston's also on a bye. I I don't know when the last time I've seen that. Like two conference opponents both on buys, then playing each other. I it's mean, a double bye week though. That's a thing this year with the way the calendar works out. But why would they? I mean, I don't just, know. I mean, I guess you just don't see that two teams on a bye because a bye week is supposed to be just just uh, like a. A schedule advantage, but I guess Memphis doesn't have that schedule advantage because Houston's sitting at home on a bye week right now. Also, I'd say this: Houston could be the biggest spoiler because they got Memphis and Navy both at home. Yeah, I, Navy has a really low chance of winning out, so we'll get to them yeah. last because Memphis. Okay, so we. Do you think they'll beat both Houston and USF? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, I, th- I think they'll beat them. It'll. I. I. The best. The most likely scenario is a Memphis Cincinnati championship game. Okay, and the winner of that final game will host the okay, championship Okay, but here's game. the here's the thing about Memphis that you have to remember: if Cincinnati loses that game, Cincinnati still wins the. Cincinnati will wrap up their um, whatever the divisions are called in American. They'll wrap up the East. Memphis, if they lose to Cincinnati, they will lose the spot in the championship game. Oh, true. Well, it depends what Navy does, but you're right. Yeah. So. Well, and the SMU. Oh yeah, try SMU because they're the tiebreaker. Yeah, so. The, good point. Yeah, there's a lot, lot of stuff going on here, folks. We're trying to keep so track Memphis, of everything. Mem- Hope so, you're taking notes, everybody. <laughs> so Me- Memphis has more on the line against against Cincinnati because they the, the game's at home, but um, their the their ticket to the conference championship game will be on the line in Cincinnati's unless they get upset somewhere along the line. It will not be. I will say this: that everything's on the line for everybody. I don't think <laughs> not that they're well in our eyes. Not that they're looking ahead or oh, just cotton bowls and sides, but. America's pretty competitive at the top, and they got some good teams. But I would say, does SMU, who, does SMU have the easiest schedule? Is they host ECU and Tulane, and Tulane's not bad, but well, they got Navy. That's what I mean. I mean, but out of the three games I've left, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. But they get a bye week pre Navy, though, which is huge. Bye week pre Navy, which is really helpful when you have to play against a triple option team. All right, so what? what okay, uh, what? So let's we, go from let's go to let's, let's switch it back up from Memphis. Let's go to Boise State. All right, let's pull them up. Yeah, let's get to our conference to talk about. That's yeah. good. <laughs> so who do they have? They have a game. They got the Cowboys, the Cowboys this week, which uh, without Sean Chambers, which me and Mount chat about the preview later, but we can do a mini preview here real quick with this one. Yeah. I would just say it doesn't make that much of a difference for me who's starting the quarterback. Just a little bit because Chambers has been playing a bit better, but it's still going to be run, 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 run. But Chambers is also a better runner than Vanderwall. And we've seen what Vanderwall has done at quarterback. And so I just think instead of it being, say, a 10-point Boise win, I'll probably be like a two-touchdown, 17-point Boise victory at home. Yeah, you know, I've, I've talked about this game a little bit, and I think this will be like like a 14- or 17-point win that Boise State fans are just going to be frustrated about because Wyoming's just going to hang around with their defense and probably, you know, kick a few field goals to keep it interesting. But um, I don't see Wyoming getting their first win on the blue turf with or without Sean Chambers. Obviously, no Sean yeah. Chambers makes it harder. Wyoming's defense is good, but, I mean – I don't know. I, 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 Wyoming's not going to win this game. I don't think so. It's, they don't, if they had even like yeah, if they had Chambers, like if they had a decent QB, 
like who can throw fairly well that's not going to go six of ten. Like, let's just say they had like a Ryan Agnew type quarterback who's uh, upgraded over the Wyoming guys. I would probably give him a 50 50 chance because Agnew can make plays and throws the ball pretty accurate, protects it. If they had a QB in that level, like below Josh Love, which we saw, but more like an Agnew type QB, I'd be like a toss up at that game if everything else is equal defense and running game and all that. But that's not the case. And so, what does FPI even have on this game? They have. 80% chance for Boise State. They got Boise State, 80% chance. And it's a 13 and a half line, I think. Oh, something like that. It's been flipping yeah. around. Uh, 12 13. and a half right now. Well, it depends where you're looking, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and, okay, so Wyoming, and one last thing about Wyoming, they they beat Nevada 31 to 3 at home. But I think that's more of playing just Nevada. Not a good <laughs> Nevada team at home. And that's a different animal than playing Boise State. Oh, clearly. Also. Yeah, and like even like if you look at two when they played New Mexico, like New Mexico actually moved the ball well against them. They just couldn't score points. Like Wyoming's defense tightened up for field goals, turnovers, stopped on fourth downs deep in the in the territory there when New Mexico got sort of close. But Boise, like look at Mountain was player of the week. George Solani had four touchdowns, had a huge game, backup running back essentially. You know what I mean? It's like come on, there it's not going to be a contest. I went by two to three touchdowns. Yeah. All right. So, so New Mexico, they win. Utah State, oh boy. Oh, and then, then it gets interesting because they'll they'll travel to Utah State, which I still think will be tough. And then the last game of the year is now Hey, is don't now, sleep on the Rams. Do not now, sleep on the Rams. <laughs> do not I can't. I, I was, but now the Colorado State has three three months in a row. Their quarterback looks like he knows what he's doing and the defense is played Colorado State's defense has played a little bit better. It's average, they've maybe. shown toughness. <laughs> They've shown they've shown toughness. They went to Fresno State and won pretty handily on the road. And you know that that that's going to be a tough game for Boise State. Who's going to guard um, Neil Craig Myers? Who's going to guard um, Warren that's Jackson? Who's going to guard Dante Wright? Who's going to guard these guys? You know what? That you know, I've been I, I, I'm not one to take uh, take aim at Boise State players, but um, Avery Williams and Jalen Walker are good players. Um, Boise State starting quarterbacks. They play tough. They're not Tyler Horton. They're no. not Jamar Taylor. They're not this, Brandon Thompson. They're not the guys that came before them. They do not have that DB one that you could say, "All right, go lock up Michael Gallup." They don't have that guy. Yeah, this is basically the Hawaii game with a quarterback who's not as erratic. Yes, and that game, the fifty-nine thirty-seven, wasn't as close as it should, score indicated. Um, but it's on the road, so it's a little different. And I just wonder how much Ram fans will be chirping about the game because oh, look at our offense playing so well, and they blew that big lead a couple years ago. We got Boise this year. We finally got. Uh, you don't got Boise, but that game. Out of all four left, I'd probably put it – I might say that's the most likely loss if there's a loss. It would be that game. I don't think it's well, going to be a loss, but I think that could be the most likely loss. Well, here's another thing. So Colorado State plays plays Air Force at home in two weeks. They're coming off a bye, and then they go to Wyoming. So <laughs> it's pretty fair to say that they'll split those games, right? Yeah. it's well, They might lose both. Okay, but let's say they split them. They're sitting at five and six. Bowl they game play on the Boise line, State, and you could say a bowl line and Mike Bobo's job is on the line when they host Boise State. And then they lose forty to ten. That's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing about Boise State is the computers like Boise State. They give Boise State right now a thirty-eight percent chance to win out, mm-hmm. which is better than any every other team that we talked about other than UCF. Yeah, and that's eleventh in the country. Yeah, it is. They're thirty-eight, and they're seventy percent chance to win the conference, which is. Wait. Outside of Clemson, I think, is the highest one. No, Ohio State. Yeah, Clemson at 92% because the ACC is garbage. <laughs> oh, and then Ohio State, which is surprisingly high, 
because they're in a conference or still has two un- two other undefeated teams at Penn State and Minnesota. So, right. but th- that's a big deal. Like when we're looking at this stuff, like here's the thing: you look at Boise State. We'll go to move up on the Aztecs here in a sec. Seventy percent for Boise State. San Diego, San Diego State chance to win out. I mean, to win the conference, only fifteen percent. Two percent chance to win out. How are they two percent? Well, I don't think they're, they're gonna... dogs against Hawaii and BYU, and I basically think... toss it versus Fresno at home. I don't think they're going to beat Fresno and Hawaii. I think they'll take care. Of... Let let's can we can we do San Diego State last? Sure. What's next? What do you want to go? Okay, real quick? let's do, let's let's go to SMU. Oh, that's, oh, we, I thought we did them. Okay, let's go to SMU real quick. Okay, so SMU, like, okay, like we we've talked about it. we we talked about it a little bit out of order, but okay, so SMU they're ranked. Uh, SMU is ranked twenty uh, fifth right now, 25. right? Or no, twenty fourth. No, okay, and oh, then, maybe uh, this is an update. Yeah, top twenty five. They're they're in the ranking. <laughs> they're in the top rank. So they got ECU, which win. guaranteed win. They have then they got the bye week, and then Navy, like you said, the triple option after a week to prepare. But it is on the road, and Navy might just have knocked off Notre Dame, or they might just have lost to Notre Dame, and Ben and they might be pretty fired up. That's a long trip from. You know, the eastern Dallas uh, to Annapolis. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's that's going to be an interesting game because, you know, one of these teams will be eliminated or maybe both teams are eliminated if Navy lost to Notre Dame the week before. It's basically a toss up FPI on that game right now. And I'm looking at it, but it'll be SMU's offense is pretty good. We saw what they can do. So they can score points. Like we look at Navy, like we saw them play when they played Air Force 34 25. They. Their defense gives up points. Like they gave up thirty-eight to Tulane. They've given up twenty-five to Air Force, decent amount. They defense is hit or miss. Like when they play bad teams like ECU, they crush them forty-two ten. But when they play decent teams, they're like Memphis, really good offense. Air Force, pretty good offense. Tulane is un- better than we thought. They got them. It's uh, their defense is hit or miss, and SMU's defense is uh, pretty good. Or offense, I should say. Sorry. Okay, so what's their win out percentages of these two teams? Uh. Wait, you're not gonna mention Tulane, who's six and three, eligible with the mean green wave. <laughs> well, you know, I was gonna mention them, but um, they they're playing SMU in the last week of the year, and they only have a thirty percent chance to win, or thirty one point six percent chance to win. Which, come on, come on, Tulane, I, you gotta do better than that. I'm just saying that that's not it's not a, it's not a game you just walk over and say they're gonna win. Right. I mean, it's it's kind of like playing Utah State, I guess you would say. Something like that. I think Tulane might be better than Utah State. Sorry, <laughs> but who said it? Yeah. Um. It's a game where it's a game not to overlook because it's it's not playing ECU or UConn or Tulsa or USF. So, so Navy Navy has a two point three percent chance to win out, and that's mostly because Notre Dame they have, they have Notre Dame, which is a big problem. And then, but see, that's not a conference game, so they're up to ten percent to win. It's always weird because we're seeing the conference number so much higher than the win out number. First, yes, well, for them because they got the non con game, that's right. toughest left. So they just need Memphis to lose one game, and then that's they, all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then they just beat SMU, which they're it's a toss up. Because so. really quick, I was still gonna give you a quick second. If they win and still still lose to Notre Dame, I don't think they're getting in. Assuming their champion is Boise or even if let's not. I hate bounce around so much, but this loss I forget to. So again, take notes or rewind or listen in point eight speed. <laughs> but what I'm getting at, if asked like million scenarios, we'll cut it down. When we do this next week. It won't be as long and convoluted because we'll teams will be kicked kicked to the curb san diego well, state or excuse me um navy and san diego state if navy loses notre dame and wins the conference like say memphis loses they get the title game and win if it's in it's like the scenario we mentioned earlier on if it's 
I don't know who like who would you put higher because we mentioned before if it's a 13 one loss Navy and a 20 San Diego State would the Austin Army automatically drop them down behind the next highest conference champ but what if it's a like if it's a Navy loss or Notre Dame loss to Navy or excuse me a Navy loss to Notre Dame does San Diego State move up ahead of them I don't uh, I, I don't think either of the teams would be ranked because I I think no I mean if, if Essex went to- out in that scenario too Oh, okay, you're saying okay. Like, so say Navy saying... gets Navy wins a conference at twelve. They're twelve and two, but they they have another loss to Notre Dame, which doesn't really impact at least the qualification to be the conference champ. Like, if they lose Notre Dame in two weeks, they what is sorry, what's Navy? Are they twenty four right now, right? Yeah, they might drop out, and so, let's just say they swap. Here's what I think could happen: they would swap out. I think this is a pretty safe safe scenario to say. Let's just say Navy and San Diego State swap spots in the next two weeks. Okay. Like, say Navy loses, they're 23 next week, they move up for whatever reason, one spot, because somebody loses, and say San Diego State comes to ranks, and then they take over Navy's spot. I don't think Navy could overcome San Diego State, because they'd have that Boise State victory, it could be top 15. You know what would be, it'd be so cool. glorious, though, if the group of five, if the college football playoff committee said, like, hey, San Diego State, you're 12-1, and one, but we have Navy at 10-2. <laughs> And we want to see how they do against Army before we crown you. Well, that's gonna that'd happen. That'd be so, so good. That would be, that would be the ultimate insult to the Aztecs. Well, about. anybody, and not just them. It's Boise State too. Come on. No, they wouldn't do that to Boise State because Boise State had, Boise State would probably be about 15 or 16th at this point, and Navy would be 24. We're saying Navy is 20. Okay, Navy would probably if they win the American but lose to Notre Dame and still have a. Oh game yeah, against- Boise would be ahead of them. But I'm saying if it's a uh, if Navy win- if Navy wins out, they would jump Boise. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you'd have to be in the same scenario, buddy. Just saying. No, 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 no. But okay, we're saying if Navy loses to Notre Dame. Oh yeah, no, Boise's American, fine. Oh, Boise's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Then, but San Diego State might not be fine. Yeah, be close. All right. So let's get San Diego State. Let's wrap this up with the Aztecs here. All right. As we kind of briefly mentioned, they have a slim chance to win. Here's what's weird about their schedule. They Nevada, they're going to win this week. That's not a problem. Right. I don't. They're a slight favorite at home versus Fresno State, which Fresno be. Hawaii. I don't know. Fresno's weird. Like I've been saying all year, they're they're a weird team. Like, do we know who they are? They beat Hawaii somehow, which is weird on the road out in the islands. I think they'll beat Fresno State because I think too. At one point, Juwan Washington's finally getting back healthy. They're fi- they, he's been getting the carries, but hasn't been getting the actual good play in the ground. Like he's getting twenty carries, for like seventy four yards. They need to get him like twenty for about a hundred. So I think he will slowly come back even more. Go. I think the biggest like if they're gonna lose the last two games are basically identical loss percentages, at Hawaii, home to BYU. Going to Hawaii, I don't know. I could see either team winning because here's with that game, and you'll probably agree with me. If it's a shootout, Hawaii's gonna win. Yeah, because Aztecs can't keep up. Yeah, if Cole McDonald is not turning the ball over, that's gonna be a tough game for San Diego State. Like, yeah, if it, that's the thing. If it's like, well, we said that a couple weeks ago when they played whoever, but. As an Air Force, but or somebody, but yeah, that's the if, the, if like Luca doesn't get some pick sixes or interceptions, and say it's just a three hundred like I say only here three hundred yards, three touchdowns, one pick. That's most likely why I win. But if it's like a two touchdown, two pick game, San Diego State's in the game. That's what's going to be. And then BYU, it's hard to speculate on them right now. It's at home in San Diego, but BYU, while they've been playing better because they actually decided to give. Uh, open up the playbook, given Aaron Roderick and have Jeff Grimes calling the plays. Here's the thing we don't know. Quarterback is probably going to be Zach Wilson. He's been out for a while. He might come back this week versus Liberty, which I don't see why you put him in because you're playing Liberty. But 
we saw how Baylor Romney played. He played well. We seen Jaron Hall last week and he played Utah State. So with the way the offense is going, I don't know if Aztecs, I don't know if BYU should be favored on the road in that game. But that's a game that we saw how the BYU's played. They've been playing a million times better the past couple weeks. That's a pretty scary game. Those final two games are huge, and I don't. They're both toss. FBI is basically right that they're both a toss up. So I think they'll win their next two games, be ranked at nine and one, and then see what happens. Okay, but see, this is this. That's one way of looking at San Diego State's schedule. Here's another way. Here's the way I'm looking at it. Okay, instead of looking at the games individually, if I say, "Hey, San Diego State yeah. plays Nevada at home, plays Fresno State at home, goes to Hawaii on the road, and then plays BYU at home," what's going to be their schedule after those four games? I'm going to say probably three and one, mm-hmm. and then it's equal chance of being four and zero and two and two. I can see that because like. F- Fresno's wild, not the wild card, but it, they're going to win one no matter what. They're going to win two, I think, no matter what anyways. But you right. might be right between going three and four. That's what good teams do. Like, if they're that good of a team, like, they're a long way from that 6-0 game went over Weber State. They've been playing much better since that contest. And so, well, that's why also, what is FPI? Shoot, I had it here. What did FPI have them at? 2% winning out? Was that what it was? Uh, San Diego. Something State. low. They had, like, 10% to win the conference. I think, what, 25 to win out, was it? It was uh, something yeah, two point five percent chance to win out and fifteen percent to win the conference because yeah. they they haven't secured the conference, they haven't secured, secured the division yet. Well, it's not just that, but it's the like they're kind of similar to the Navy or with the BYU game non conference game a little bit, but BYU is clearly not like Notre Dame where like they could right. lose that game and not matter, but they can't lose that game. <laughs> they can't lose any game to be in consideration because BYU right now is fifty in FPI, and them, them overall it's kind of going there and they're basically. 50-50 to win out, 47.5% versus uh, they got Liberty, they'll win. They got UMass, they'll win. It's basically the Aztec game because they got Liberty, UMass, Idaho State, and then San Diego State. So what they're saying is that they're going to win all those games. That's a toss-up for the final game. All right, so here's kind of let, – let's, let's end on this. Here's some kind of bad news. Uh-oh. Okay, so, okay, how many of these teams are going to lose, okay? Boise this week? State, like this week, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Boise State hosting Wyoming. San Diego State okay. hosting Nevada, um, SMU hosting East Carolina, Cincinnati hosting UConn. Those are and then Navy and um, who's the other? What's and uh, Memphis are both on buys. Do are are is SMU going to lose to East Carolina? Is Cincinnati going to lose to UConn? Is Boise State going to lose to Wyoming? Is San Diego State going to lose to Nevada? Are any of those teams going to lose? The most likely loss would be Wyoming and Boise State, and that's right. not going to happen. I don't think. Right. Because aren't the Aztecs like a 17-point favorite over Nevada? Yeah, 17. So, no, I don't I don't think any – I don't think that's a problem. That just means it's – that makes it next week just as interesting. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. It's like it puts the pressure if everybody keeps winning. Because if you look at next week, like in the rain, here's one thing too as we end up. Like I think it's going to be undefeated. We're going to be in the same scenario next week. I think Aztecs will probably get it next week, I think. Because if you look at the overall, you got the, – the part of two, there's no gap. Like right. Cincinnati, Memphis, Boise State, 2021-22, Oklahoma State, 23, Navy, SMU, 24-25. I think – here's the thing too. I really think they did that on purpose. Like the order is probably still correct, but there is no reason to put Cincinnati 16. I don't think they want to have a, a – I, like I could be a skeptic if you want, but I think they want all these teams to bunch together. So if they move up, it's just one spot at a time. It's just climb the ladder, the rope ladder this week or the, the knot rope where it's like, oh, okay, get my one arm above the other one, slowly move up, not to give this team – like, put him at 17. Like, okay, honestly, is Minnesota really better than Memphis or Boise State? 
you know, my, my take is a little bit more pessimistic from the Mountain West point of view. I think basically what the committee has told us is if there's a one-win AAC conference champion, they're going to go to the Con Bowl. But if Boise State wins out, they have enough respect for Boise State that they'll at least take them into consideration and they'll at least give them a fair look. But that that's that's my takeaway from this. I Well, I, I think Dorn is right because since he was ranked higher than anybody else, but it's like whose loss is worse? Like, we'll wrap up here. But, yes, the team they lost to – Boise has the worst loss out of anybody against BYU. However, <laughs> since they got blown, got the doors blown off against Ohio State, like forty-five nothing. And so it's like, what's worse, getting crushed by the number one team or losing by three points on the road to a team that's getting high? But I mean, with the, your backup the, quarterback too. But the, I think um, I think Matt has Matt brought this up when you guys were talking about this. Does the committee take into consideration that Boise State's all-conference quarterback was out for that game. Hey, wait, wait, wait. We don't know if they're all-conference quarterback yet, and we won't know at that time. Okay, we won't know at that time. <laughs> Actually, we might. But, no, you're not wrong because if we go to the top of the polls really quick, what if two is not completely healthy versus LSU? There's that issue. Will they take that right. in consideration? Or coming back to my situation here at Utah, who's number eight, they did not have Zach Moss for three, 80, 90% of the USC game. They lost by only a touchdown. Will they right. take that in consideration for not having them? Or say Oregon not having their receivers in game X or like – they say that's part of this, this is part of the equation where injuries do matter and where you put like I don't think the look at Utah oh they're if somehow they get up high enough and they went out they beat Oregon is really good with one loss as well are they going to consider well Utah didn't have Zach Moss for USC game but we're going to put Penn State ahead just because they're undefeated I don't know how well I'd look at it, partly because it's little Utah essentially because who cares about them for the most part they're kind of new to the scene here but Alabama too he was. His angle was tripping up. They they only lost LSU by three points. Come on, that's, that was a close game. If they had two fully healthy, would have would have won by ten. But we'll put we'll we'll slot them at four just to be nice. Non non Western um, SEC champion Alabama will get in the playoff again because Atua he he looked a little banged up in that game. He wasn't his full full strength. But with Zach Moss not being the game at all, or in our case Boise State with a Hank Bachmar not playing the full game, it's like that that is in their guidelines. And it's also remember for the playoff at least, and I assume this should fall into consideration for for the group of five. It's not the most deserving team; it's the best team. So who right. cares if you're undefeated? Like let's just say for example, if App State were undefeated, would they necessarily be the best team? Maybe, but they also may not. They're not the most. It's not the most deserving team. Just it's like the Hawaii scenario in Sugar Bowl with Colt Brennan the decade ago. Right, right. They were um, not the. I guess technically they were the most deserving, they're undefeated, but they weren't the best team. Well, that was a different. Well, well I know, but man, like that's a scenario where did they really like? Are they deserving, or were they the best team? Were they deserving? Yes. Were they the best team in that situation? No. But we didn't really know what was happening at that time because yeah. nobody knew anything about Boise State, and they just beat Oklahoma the year before. So yeah. they're like, we don't know very much about this Hawaii team. Yeah. Got to at least give them a shot because they're. Well, I know they would. Now, that's, that's... We have, now we have a bigger. I think we we respect mid majors a little bit more. We have we have a little, a little more knowledge on teams. Not to get into too much of a crazy historical perspective. But that's but... all I'm saying. It's like it's most deserving versus best. That's, right. And that people don't want to see that came up on timeline the other day. It's like so like Matt if probably follow Matt Zemick. He does a bunch of stuff for. A lot of college football stuff. Somebody's on our time. My personal one, like, well, do I really want? Like, he somebody mentioned, like, do I want to see a like? I don't want to see a Cincinnati eleven two Cincinnati team playing some seven and five Oklahoma State team. It's like, no, it's like I want to see like that's another conversation the other day. It's like at the beginning of the show. Do you as like Raj would it be happy for you? Let's just say Boise wins out, wins the Mountain West, because I know Boise events want New Year Six or bus. Like that's their goal, which. High expectations. It could be a goal, but it shouldn't be like your number number one goal on top. 
it's like it's great fine if you get it but don't expect it every year because it shouldn't be expected because it's also not the case to have it every year right. but would you as a fan like you're wherever you're at your Denver Seattle you're traveled around Basel the last few months okay. six months let's just say you got a week off like okay Vegas it's warm I don't want to be stuck in the rain in Seattle or cold in Denver or back in Nebraska making fun of Husker fans but <laughs> would you spend hard-earned money to drive or fly, depending on your location, to watch a number sixteen Boise State, who's twelve and one, take on, like I said, a seven to five seven to five Stanford team. Well, does that get you excited? No. Yeah, it gets me excited because it's in Vegas, and I think that's a game that Boise State should win. Yeah, but like the opponent, would you rather play like even? I think if like this is getting off the topic here real quick, but let's just keep it going. We'll finish here in a moment. But like, let's say you're able to play a nine and three team. That would be much better. Then, like I said, six and six, seven and five. Like if you're to play, um, say you USC because they're scared, they're, they're okay this year. And I know it's USC, but if you take away the name and they're sitting at eight, nine and three, and you're that's still be a fine game to play. You'd rather what I'm getting at. It's just bull crap. I don't want to see like well, you can see either way, bull crap. Bull, you know what I mean? The bowl games itself. I want to see if App State's eleven and one, twelve. I want to see them play a decent team. Give. I don't want them to go to the freaking Popeyes Bahama Bowl and play Ohio, who's seven and five. Well, but that's another topic for another day. I'm just saying. Yeah, okay. App State beat <laughs> South Carolina, then we'll talk about you. I know. I just go in general. It's like I just kind of yeah. went off on there. It's no, like... well, I mean, you don't want to pass up the opportunity to play in a big bowl game. But I think a lot of Boise State fans looking at this team, it's not the worst thing in the world to go to Vegas and then come back next year. But what is not a but good it, thing? But it's 6-16. and 16. That's the thing. When you're playing like a 7-win team, it's like, oh, come on. I'd rather play like – would you let me ask you this real quick? I'll let you finish, but let's just say you could get a chance to play a couple years ago. Remember, they put San Diego State Houston in the Vegas Bowl. Great game, right. good match. Would, would you rather play a 12 1 App State team than a 7 and 5 USC team? No, I'd play USC. What if it's uh, Cincinnati 12 1 or something? I'd rather play USC because how okay, what, brand that USC what if it's Arizona State? What if it's no, um, then, Stanford? Then, yeah, then I'd then say Yeah. Okay. It's just USC. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that's such a big brand name. That's a good notch on the belt. Um, one thing that would be infuriating for Boise State fans, I think this is kind of one of the last thoughts I have. If Boise State wins out, and a one-loss AAC team gets picked over Boise State, that would be, that would be very difficult for what, Boise. State why would it be? Because Cincinnati, and Memphis already ranked out of it. Um, I would say if it's Navy or SMU, that would kind of suck. No, I mean it's just it's just a hard pill to swallow. Boise State, like yeah. our mentality, like we've kind of given you you UCF's kind of earned it. They've kind of been ahead of us, but it's always been like, okay, if Boise State wins out, they're better than any other group of five team. If they have one loss, they're better than half the teams that are going to go undefeated, and every other team that has one loss. That's always kind of been the standard, mm-hmm. and um, it still it might be. be it still might be because that's why they're grouped twenty twenty one twenty two twenty four twenty five. Here's what you gotta do: go and blow the doors off everybody and look impressive. Well, Be, I'm just saying, like that's yeah. all you can do. It's like win big, and if like, what would you rather take? You beat. Well, I mean, defense is good, thirty-eight to three, and Cincinnati wins their. Like, so let's say Boise wins by twenty. They don't pull. They don't do what San Jose State. They don't struggle against a team that was playing quite well in a good game. Let's say Boise wins. They go out and win twenty-eight zero the rest of the way. Like they win by twenty-eight points, and then Memphis has a more MOV of like ten, or Cincinnati squeaks by one of these games. That's where the difference is going to come into. Straight the schedule, great, but go do what they did in the whack days and crush these teams, and that will get you out of it. Like they're going to be looking at every little bit. And I know one of the dumb things in the committee, they look at a team with six or more wins and fewer than six wins, exactly the same, which is 
ridiculous and could be good in the situation for Boise because they don't have as many ranked teams on the schedule. They may have teams that have more than six wins, but in the committee's eyes, it's a winning record or losing record, which is dumb, but that could play their scenario advantage for not having a great record. But I think what they have to do now is just dominate and win big and just look forward, take care of this week, next week, the week after, and don't hope the other team's stumbling because they can still pass these teams if they're more impressive on the field. Yes. Hey, so we, we've talked for about an hour. We have. Let's, <laughs> can I just ask you one question, which might just make the last hour completely moot? Oh, crap. And I wish Matt, Matt Kennerly was here for this. What percentage would you give both like both the AAC and the Mountain West having a one-loss champ- champion? Are get both. combined? Do you think like overall? Yeah, yeah. Like what? would okay. Yeah. Um, I would give. It's hard. Like ugh, that's tough because it's like oh, American. I give it a ten percent or less. I think you're right because here's why: it's mostly re- reliant on the American playing better because they have more better teams at the moment and who they play in the schedule. Right. So I could see the Ast- Here's the thing: I I I'd put I'd put mm, I'd say I'll say. I don't know because I think Boise and San Diego State will be will have one loss. They'll win out. I think. I think they can. But overall, if they're both, yeah, it's got to be like ten percent. It's got to be low. It's low. I don't feel that way about the Mountain West. I feel like Boise State has a seventy-five percent chance of winning out, and I only giving San Diego Boise State about a seventy-five percent chance, and San Diego State only about a forty percent chance. Toss and up, then you yeah. have to factor in that one those te- that team again winning. I'd say that comes out to maybe about like. 35. Well, we already know. I'm... Here's what we do know. FPI Boise is the odds on favor to finish with one loss. Yes. So, but they, but what's, what's, what's that odd? That's like what? 35%. It was it 38, 28. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, we have to remember that, that cut that in half essentially. And that's what my number would be. Right. right. Whatever Boise state number is cut that in half. <laughs> okay. That, that, that's the one question I kind of want to want you to ask Kennerly. Cause okay. I think that's a good way to look at this where we we, we will, because we're college football fans and we all have skin in the game, that we're going to argue AAC versus Mountain West. But really, <laughs> it's a good way to end the podcast saying by this, the next four weeks of frustration and stress might all be for nothing. What I want, chaos, Army, Navy for everything. I would hate that. <laughs> I know. I, my, I hate, guess what? what? Well, it's because here's the thing. People are like, oh, who do you like in the conference? And I like who plays well. That's what I like. But who I really like, I'll be sitting back, Utah and Rose Bowl. Feet kicked up and just have a bonus victory or loss depends on what happens with this game. <laughs> All right, we're good. We're going to attempt to do this next week. We got lucky to do it early tonight because I was off working this evening, but we'll, we need to do this again, Roz, but we need to pare it down like 30 minutes next time because yeah. I think I think this is the introductory of what can go on. Go on. And like if next week everybody wins, we're like, well, we can kind of nitpick here and there and go from there and make it much shorter. Because I was like, when we're 18 minutes in, I'm like, oh, we can keep going. No, we kept going. So. Yeah. Check us out um, everywhere you find your podcast. iTunes, uh, we're on Spotify, we're on anywhere, Radio FM, I guess, Radio Public. Um, we're on anchor.fm if your feed's still being quirky or wonky. That's the quickest way to get it, but check us out there. MWRE.com is our website. We have all sorts of college football stuff coming up. Playoff, not playoff talk. Well, it's, this is sort of playoff talk, right? Yeah, yeah. You guys touched on it last week. Playoff ranking talk, we get to that, but we'll be back with our uh, me and Matt Kennedy will be doing our preview. It'll be out touch later Thursday, midday. So look for that. We'll be back at some point next week to do this again.